what I realized recently about pivoting is that when you pivot towards yourself, which is really what I've done, it doesn't feel like a big, bold move in the same way. It feels like just like, wait a minute, what do I really want? Let me, let me get back to that again. And you are just in such alignment that it doesn't feel like a big shift. Welcome to the Balance Bowley Podcast for ambitious women of business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships and you can finally have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and dot, 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 and love. I am beyond, beyond thrilled for this season. You guys know I've been talking it up for a while. I think it's been at least, you know, two or three months at this point that I've been saying, you just wait, you just wait. Well, now we are here. We are in the thick of season 22. The season that I personally, no shade to my other seasons because I am the creator of them and I love all that comes from me, but this is the one that I have been like literally like inch inch by inch leveling you up for and making sure that we bring you heavy hitter after heavy hitter after heavy hitter to really get you prepared for all of the greatness that the end of this year has had like literally we've demanded from this year to bring us with all the stuff that was unsolicited and disruptive that came to us in the beginning of the year with the pandemic for COVID-19 and just all the things that was going on in our individual, personal, and or professional lives. Season 22, fully live what you teach. It's really simple, but it's not always easy to do, right? Like we all know people, I'm pointing at myself as the first partaker, who have definitely experienced times in their lives when we have been excellent experts, authorities in our lane, just, you know, rocking it and killing it in our professional lives. And then we go home and we're overwhelmed either by what's not there or by what is there. And even if it's because it's just us, maybe the people on the other side of that door are great, loving, good, good people, just full of goodness, but we're exhausted. We poured out so much at work that we don't necessarily have everything that we need to pour out at home, which clearly creates an imbalance in our life. So that brilliance that we we clearly have and we're, we're destined and designed to continue to create in the world is now dampened a bit because we're going home to our first ministries, our first loves, the reason that we're out here working so hard in the first place, and we're going home empty. So this season is really about you being able to be full enough to be selfish enough with yourself, with your self-care, your self-love to take the time that you need to fill up so that when you pour out, you can pour in overflow. For you guys that read the book, you know that's the reason that I put my entire survival memoir, my personal transformation out there. It because my first time saving my life was when I did something selfish. I decided to take care of me which is why we've redefined the word. We're changing the conversation around it. And it's why we're looking at experts like the one I have for you today to bring forth to you people who are willing to be honest and raw and transparent and highlight that they are also dope because in parentheses and you can be both. You can be vulnerable and honest and transparent 
and incredibly amazing at what you do and how you show up in the world. So that's why I'm excited today to have with us Brandy Bernowski. She is a phenomenal woman. I've already picked up so much of her good energy thus far, which is great on this beautiful Friday morning that we're recording this episode. Brandy began her career as a blogger, teaching herself the ins and outs of that good old tool that most of us are afraid of, called WordPress. Before her her friends began to notice, she decided to ask for help with their websites and just creating a little bit more with them and saying, you know what, let me see if I can tinker with this and do something phenomenal. Next thing you know, she was hiring her first assistant and realized that she had something extremely special here. She founded Alchemy AIM in 2013, naming it for the transformation that takes place when the science and technology of web development meets the human aspect of what those websites were initially designed for. Wouldn't that be nice if the technology actually does what we want it to do instead of just tinkering up and and being crazy and we blame it on Mercury retrograde every other second? Brandy, welcome to the Balanced Bowley podcast. How are you today? I'm great, Nikita. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to be talking with you today. Me too. You know, I love your energy already. So this is going to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Brandy, I would love for you to just take a second and just let everyone know that's tuning in for the first time who may not have had the privilege to meet you yet. Understand just a little bit about what you're doing in the world with your company today. Absolutely. So I started my company seven years ago. Um, I didn't have a name for it at that time. I was just simply like calling it Brandy Bernowski coding or something like that. (laughs) Um, I didn't think to name it until I actually hired my first assistant and then my first developer. So it kind of just very organically grew exactly as you said, out of the blogging work, helping friends. Um, I was working a, a job at a nonprofit and just really, really desired more for myself. Really. I loved the work I was doing at the job um, in, in a big picture perspective, but the day-to-day of going in, sitting behind you know a desk in a little cube and not really getting to be in the world started to bug me. Mm. And I was making enough money like, like on the side with the, the development piece that I thought, you know what, I think I can do this full time. And I decided to make the leap. Um, and then since then it's grown. So um, I, you know, I've gone from making like, from it being pretty much just a side hustle um, to last year making over a million dollars in the business, having a phenomenal team, having incredible clients. Um, And what I love most about this is that I really get to help people amplify their message in the world and like take what they do and reach a broader audience. And then on the flip side, also create this really wonderful, flexible schedule for my team members so that we can be when, with family when we need to be with family, and then we can do our work when we need to do our work. And there's always this, you know, driving purpose behind um, the work that we do. So it's, you know, we're really connected to it, and we're really connected to our clients. You know, what's interesting is you have one of the harder, what I call hidden jobs, right? Like, you know, when yes. you're behind the, this, literally behind the curtain, behind the screen, behind, you know, behind the technology, making sure that, you know, things are end user friendly for, you know, the people that are going to be accessing the technology and aesthetically pleasing yep. with all that goes into that. And it's, it's something that a lot of us take for granted because, you know, we hear about, you know, I don't know. 
um, I'm going to mess up the names of it, but like one in, you know, one in one or Squarespace or things. And you just feel like you can just do all these things yourself. Um, and on some levels for something really, really basic, you probably could, especially if you don't have the financial bandwidth at the time to hire an expert like yourself to make sure that it's high quality work. But there is something special about making sure that you have someone that is prepared for the problems before they happen, right? Yes. That's someone who can understand that. And usually people in your field are like taking care of little fires everywhere all day long. And their work-life balance is usually the worst, you know, yeah, right? Because they're like absolutely. 18 hour days. So how did you create, you know, a, a business, a space in your, just in your universe where you were able to say, you know what, that's not going to be my business. And that's not how my people, my team, my work family is going to have to live. Yeah. I think it all starts with intentionality and slowing down so that you can be very intentional with things. And I'm not going to lie. Like there are still some days where little fires arise because you can't control everything. Right. And if you think you can, you're kind of, you know, you're fooling yourself. There are just things that happen. Um, whether it's like a server not working or, you know, with one of my clients a few months ago, we had just like a firewall, like, which is a hard, which is like a hardware piece just failed. Uh So, you know, you have to be adaptable at those times. Um, But at the same time, I, I, I have found that kind of slowing down, being more intentional and just being honest with clients about when the work can get done so that if someone hands you a project, you don't have to turn it around in 24 hours. You can say, I'm going to be really intentional about this. I'm going to make sure I spend time with your request. And that may mean that it's going to take me a week to get it done or that our first availability is, is three weeks out in order to do this work really, really well. Right. No, I get that. Setting some boundaries around those expectations, not only from your clients, but for yourself is Absolutely. really important. I like, I, I really value that because on the other side of life, we don't always do that, right? Like we might might set boundaries and work and you sound like you're doing a great job with for yourself and for your team and for your clients. And on the other side, we have to make sure that we do that in our home life so that we're not creating a space where all we have is work and we yeah. don't have, you know, passion and love and, and fire and joy, you know, brewing in our kitchen, so to speak, our proverbial <laughs> kitchens at home, you know, in the crock pot uh, waiting for us uh, so we can really enjoy it. So how has that been for you thus far, like just really making sure that while you're growing a business at such a rapid pace, by the way, because you, you yeah. clearly said from freelancer to millionaire, basically, um, you know, how are you making sure that, you know, there's some brandy time and, you know, in the midst of this brandy can enjoy her process. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's about having those boundaries with yourself as much as with other people too. Yeah. And really you can't have them with other people unless you have them with yourself. Come on. Unless you're willing to commit to yourself that you are going to take care of yourself and take care of the loved ones that, that are in your life. That's just the reality. And um, I have, I've definitely noticed that there are like, there are periods of time where I'm much better at it. And then, you know, maybe a crazy project comes up (laughs) that I'm really intent on getting done for a client. But it's also like, for me, it's also about just having that communication that, that the state I'm in is temporary and to make sure that um, I create a nice buffer period at the end of an intense work period to really be able to like reconnect with my, you know, with my boyfriend, with my family um, and with myself in the process too. Like we had a couple of weeks ago, we had just a big launch happening. There was a lot of data and I mm-hmm. legitimately that day worked from 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. Well, tw- I should say 12 a.m. because it was a full day. So mm-hmm. 
even past that. Um, and you know, like that Friday, that Saturday, I did take some more downtime, um, and made sure that, you know, my boyfriend and I, we got out, we went for a walk. Um, we spent some time together and, you know, really took the time to, to reconnect since we didn't have that a little earlier in the week. No, I, that makes a thousand percent sense because you just hit a reality checkpoint, right? Like for mm -hmm. a lot of us, especially in the personal development space, where, which I am, um, you know, people get the misnomer that everything that we're, we're going to teach them, if they're new to the company, if they're new to personal development, is going to be, you know, yoga stretches and, and quiet meditation and just these hours of time that you have every day to work on yourself, which that may not be the reality. Um, most of us, at least in the United States, don't necessarily work that way, right? Um, if you are qualified or qualifying yourself as what I call ambitious women um, or those few brave men that really value whole success, you know, not just success on paper, not just success by numbers, um, you know, that, that could be a hashtag success by numbers, right. Um, in your bank account, but like living an experience, like fully being able to live your life and joy on both sides and that being qualified as success. If you're doing that, then you're going to have days when you're like, you're feeling like you're under the gun and you have those major projects, those launches, or just, you know, if you work in a more quote unquote, traditional corporate world, you have the, the audits, that are happening mm -hmm. and everybody's going crazy for, you know, at least 48 hours before the, you know, the quality insurance assurance person is, is coming to inspect your, your work, your files, whatever the case is. And it can be really daunting. Those days will happen. We call that being in the burn zone. And there's, there's really a pleasure. And Brandy, I'm sure you can speak to this too, especially when you're really excited about something because you know what the outcome of it could produce once you're on the other side of, of the burn zone. You can get stuck in the burn zone and some people don't lift their head. Like they'll take that 6 a.m. to 12 a.m., you know, that full, yeah. you know, I don't even know what that is, 18 plus hour day. Yeah. And even though it's exhausting, it could be addictive, right? Like you could actually end up wanting to be, maybe not for that particular project, but feeling so good at what you achieved that you don't necessarily give yourself permission to pause the next day or, you know, you know, planning you know what, in two weeks, I'm going to be able to come down a little bit, even if it's only for two hours, you know, even if I can only give myself 10 minutes or maybe just giving myself 10 minutes the next day. Some people live inside that burn zone and then they're surprised when they're burnt out, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what I have noticed is that there is sometimes this lie that we tell ourselves that our meaning, like our meaning as individuals comes from doing and that is not the truth. Preach. So it, it is, it's, you can get absolutely lost in that space if you keep buying into that and think that the, your meaning, your value, your worth is in the doing, is in the achievement and um, is, in, is in all of those details, the awards and accolades and milestones and goals you've reached. But we are so much more than that. Yeah. No, a thousand percent. And and I agree. I think a lot of that, unfortunately, is coming from, you know, I hate to use this, um, this kind of framing of it because everyone and their mother use it, but it's the Instagramming of America, yep. right? Like it's, you know, what, what can I do? Not, not who can I be to mm -hmm. your point, but what can I do that will look really good on, you know, Instagram today? 
that will get me the likes, the follows, the fanning, you know, the comments, whatever it is that you're seeking validation from. And some people want to, you know, whether it's the doing really, really hard work so they can take a picture. What do they call it? The humble brag or you, you take yeah. a picture in front of um, your like your, your son or your goddaughter or your neighbor's kid is like washing the car and you just happen to catch that it's a, a beamer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and the picture, the humble brag, like, oh, look, you know how cute it is that I'm spending quality time with my neighbor's kid. Meanwhile, you just wanted everyone to see that you have, you know this 20, whatever, 2020, 2019 car. Um, some people are working really hard for that. Some people are doing it through their relationships, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, sitting and like, come on, honey, let's, let's take a picture of just our hands over a cup of tea. Meanwhile, <laughs> you weren't even talking to each other 20 minutes before you took yep. that picture. You were both on your cell phones or, you know, whatever the case is. I think it's, it's unfortunately like hilarious, not hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, it was actually, that's one of the reasons I left blogging because mm-hmm. I got involved in it. I, I mean, seriously, to consider that I now have a website development company when <laughs> I think about what I knew when I started blogging is phenomenal because I was like, what's an RSS feed? Google, <laughs> please tell me. Um, and, you know, I got into it. I, I spent about, I want to say like three or four years sol- solidly blogging and I actually, a lot of my connections um, when I first started my business came from my blogging friends. Right. Um, but I, I was actually finding, I was in grad school at the time, and I was finding I was planning my weekends to generate content for my blog. Mm. So I wasn't always doing what I wanted to do on the weekends. Right. I was actually like planning out my days being like, okay, if I, if I hit this farmer's market, I can take these photos and then I'll hit this cute little shop and take more photos. And then I have content for the next like six days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop because I, I just, I realized how kind of out of balance I had become telling myself I had to generate this content constantly for the world. Um, when I, I wasn't doing some of the things that I really wanted to do, which was just sometimes hike with a friend and not bring my phone with me. Like it does not have to be captured by a phone for it to really be captured in my heart. Absolutely. Those captured memories get locked in based on our experience of that, that particular moment, right? Yes. No, I a thousand percent agree. So you just hit like a really big, um, you know, area that I think we should highlight. I know there's a fancier word for that. I'm just not coming up with it right now. Um, you s- talked about pivoting, right? You pivoted from something that was, you know, something that you were really good at, right? To something that you, in the very beginning, literally had to Google. What am I going to yep. do? You know, like, what is this? <laughs> so it wasn't even, you know, like some people are like, oh, you know, well, when I was a kid, I used to build computers. So it makes sense that I, you know what I mean? They could be like, Oh, I used to do something like this. So that's why I'm feeling the need to tap back into it. You were like, no, that's not actually how I came to this (laughs) to pivot. And I'm curious about the kind of brave decisions and the, and the boldness that it took for you to convince yourself to really actually move from blogging, which was paying you and, and producing, you know, everything that it was producing for you into something else like what was that experience like for you when you decided to really truly transition well I would say that that was probably a smaller pivot because I've done this multiple times before it's it's exactly exactly that like I did not grow up like in technology knowing that that's the path I was going to have my first degrees in theater Mm -hmm. you know and then I went on to like study philosophy and religion and 
to go on to a PhD program in philosophy of science. Um, so what, for me, more than anything else, I feel like I've done a, a bunch of pivots throughout my life. Mm -hmm. And what I realized recently about pivoting is that when you pivot towards yourself, which is really what I've done, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like a big, bold move in the same way. Yeah. It feels like just like, wait a minute, what do I really want? Let me, let me get back to that again. And you are just in such alignment that it doesn't feel like a big shift. It just, it feels, I mean, it's, it's definitely a little scary sometimes. I remember leaving my last job, which paid me well and had benefits and everyone thought I was absolutely insane <laughs> to start my own business. Of course. Um, yeah, of course. Like they were just like, but you've got security. You've got someone paying, you know, paying you. Like, why would you want to leave that? And I, I knew it was because I needed to be more of who I truly was. And so it wasn't that scary. I was like, well, really, really, if I failed at that point, what was the worst thing that would have to happen? I'd have to go live with my parents for a little while while I found another job. Like it really, I really looked at worst case scenario yeah. and that was about it for me. Mm. So I wasn't really too, um, I was nervous for sure and scared in many ways, but I knew I, knew I was going to find a path through. And even, I think it was like year two of my business, I actually doubled my salary from my previous job. Yeah. And finally, like people are like, Oh, okay. I get it now. And then I, I, I went into multiple six figures with the business and, um, you know, hit that, that million dollar mark with the business. And, uh, you know, people, people start to believe when, when they, when they see that, that happening. And I think that's just really, you can do that so much more easily when you are pivoted towards yourself and when you're kind of like constantly realigning. And I, I've even done it within this business. Like mm -hmm. it's not like alchemy and aim has been this static thing the whole time. And I have always had the same role. I've been stepping into me as a leader, um, me as kind of an expert in a new way. And it's just constantly like being like, wait, wait, what do I want? Mm -hmm. Do I want to be that? That's how I'm going to shift then. No, I'm, I'm really grateful to hear you say that. First of all, you were like chipping away. Um, and I, <clears throat> excuse me, I talk about that a lot um, when I go to different colleges, just, you know, to encourage the next generation that are, that are coming up. Um, a lot of our creatives are really nervous about, you know, being someone who has a lot of good skills and a lot mm -hmm. of good um, interests, right? Because like you said, you're like, listen, I've been on the academic side of this, you know, life, you know, with the multiple degrees and all of that. And, you know, obviously um, on the technical side, as well as the creative. And I call you a careerpreneur because you're an analytical creative. Um, and those are my people. So we, we speak <laughs> the same language. And a lot of times when I will visit these different schools, you know, a couple times a year, just part of, you know, our give back to the world. Um, the biggest question is, from them is how do you not be a jack of all trades? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why not? Why not play with what's going on with you until you can literally chip away through like the chaos and confusion that is stacked up inside our experiences, our spirits, our, you know, the rewiring that we need to do because of all the crap, all the noise that's been fluttered in our head about what we can't do. Sometimes you need to chip away with, you know what, let me try this for a year. Let me yeah. try this for six months. Let me, you know, register for this class that I never thought I would ever want to do, but I have been kind of, you know, pseudo curious about it. Why not? You know, like while you have breath in your body, try to get closer to your purpose, which is already inside 
of you, to your point. Um, and I think that that's really valuable that you said, not only for that, but also once you hit it, once you say, you know what, this business, this place, this space, this leadership opportunity, whatever it is in the world for you, for all the listeners that are listening, you feel like you got it. And then you tug a war with yourself once you're like, mm, but I feel like I need to, to make some adaptation or, or to change here. Why not? Like what, like what is holding you back from saying, you know what, today I have to be a CEO and next year I, you know, I have to be one of the frontline leaders because when you own your own business and Brandy, I'm sure you can speak to this. Sometimes you're like all five things in a day. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I love that. So I have to ask you with everything that's going on with your business exploding, you know, considering how 2020 has been for all of us on some level, just like the, the unsolicited disruptive disruption that for me has in its own way been a gift, a gift of exposure, a gift of awareness, a gift of just paying attention to some of those things that weren't in alignment because I was busy doing right. Like just, you know, running a business and all the things that we do. How do you give yourself permission to pause? I mean, I think that's something that I've learned to do over time. Um, And certainly, so I I always take, I have this kind of Sunday ritual. Um, It's like the sheet I fill out just to kind of like stop and be like, wait, I have things to celebrate this week. And I have things that are on my mind to reflect upon. Um, that slowing down for me really allows me to be more intentional with the rest of my time and, and to give myself that permission just to, I don't know, breathe, relax, slow down, like just sit in the hammock and not have to do anything for a little while. I love um, that you have a hammock. How about that? Let's not, let's not a, skip over that. <laughs> it's, it's a new addition. We, you know, my boyfriend and I, we bought a house of, uh, several months ago um, in November, 2019. And we actually like just put the hammock up as we're recording this. So um, <laughs> it has been a, a nice little joy to have like something that just kind of holds you and lets you like look up at the trees and the sky. And I think we forget to do that on occasion, you know, just to slow down and just be where we are and be in that beauty that's around us. Yeah. Um, and just the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. I'm just like, we're not going to skip over that little fun tidbit yeah. that you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm, you know, sit in the hammock, like, wait, 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 hold on. Do you have what now? <laughs> yeah. I love that. So Brandy, how can people connect with you to learn more about alchemy and aim and just to, you know, to get access to all the goodness that you guys have going over there? Absolutely. So, I mean, obviously heading to our website, alchemyandaim.com. Um, you can head to my website, brandybranowski.com. And I, the one thing that I do um, online is I, I, I Instagram um, mm. at Brandy Bernoski. I don't, I don't go crazy because again, like I'm really trying to make sure I stay in that spot where I'm sharing what I want to share when I want to share it. And I'm not creating content because I have to make sure I'm posting five days a week to get in the you know, Instagram algorithm in the right way. Like, no, it's just about really me organically sharing the things that I love, um, the things that are in my life and, uh, and what's happening. So that's, that's been fun. Yeah. Meaningful and intentional. I, yes. I get that. I, I think, first of all, I applaud you for that because not enough people, especially with your brain and with your knowledge yeah. of what you know, right? Like would be able to yeah. turn that, turn it down, let alone to turn it off. So I commend you for you really, truly living out what you teach in the world and being able to embody that completely. Well, thank you so much. You're amazing. 
Balance Boldly listeners, what did I tell you? Did I not set you up for amazingness? That's what I'm talking about. Thank you to Brandy Bernoski for being here, for carving out time out of her morning to connect and have energy in our kind of virtual kitchen conversation that we got going on over here. I'm so grateful and honored for her time and space. And I hope you've really learned from her sharing her journey and pulled out those nuggets of what you can do, what you can do different, and even what you can do better as you reshape and apply these tools to your own life. If you are new to the Balance Boldly podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share to help us ensure the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. You can follow me at Ask Nikita everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. If you have not picked up Selfish, make sure you go to wherever books are sold because praise God, we are everywhere and pick it up. Selfish, permission to pause, live, love, and laugh your way to joy. In the interim, I want you to go create your balance, create your joy, but remember, do it boldly. Thank you for listening.